It's Tracy and Noel. They're gonna make you LOL on 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk. Hello. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk. This is Noel. I'm here without Tracy. This is crazy. Um, Tracy's fired. I always wanted to say that, but that's not true. Um, but we have the best guest ever, Miss Shannon Lee. Hi, what a lovely intro. Everyone loves you. You're like backed by popular demand. Oh, yay. I love them too. Yeah, no, I'm so excited that you're here. I'm like, if Tracy's not going to be here, I at least want to record with Shannon. Thank you. I'm excited because I haven't even had the chance to speak with you guys about any of this current season. So I'm I know. Yeah, we haven't talked about like any of this. So I'm really excited to talk about it. We're going to talk about, I don't know the episode number. I think Tracy's going to murder me, but I don't know the episode number. I have it. It's a season okay. four, episode six, love is one thing, dot, dot, dot. Oh, okay. Very good. So was, um, I don't even remember. Are, oh, sorry. I don't remember when they even said that at all during the episode. Okay. When you said that just now, I was thinking that and I'm like, did I not take good notes? Because I don't remember them saying that at all. Me either. I don't have it. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I have a lot of notes that I know you do too. Yeah, I'm ready. So, Jen and Rishi. Rishi. They are, um, she's still confused and horrified about yesterday. Okay. So she's going to take a fitness class from her friend Deer today. Um, she met him when she was in Jaipur. She used to take his class at 8.30 every day and they became friends. He's like, he's like the, like a, a copy of Rishi, Right. Right. But like almost like a like a more flamboyant version. Yes. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I don't know. This class, I've never seen a fitness class like this. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. This looks fun, though. But I don't think it's like fitness. No, also, if I were in that class and I and I saw like on the weekly email from the class that they were like, oh, something is filming here today, I would not be there. I wouldn't want myself mm -mm. doing those things on camera. They were like dancing with each other, kind of. Yeah. And lots of like a yelling. Right. Lots of yelling, lots of dancing. He's very aggressive. I'm like, all right, well, I maybe I would take this class. just not on video. So um, they've been friends. She hasn't seen him in two years. And uh, they kind of sit down and he gives her advice about Rishi. And she says, like, they have chemistry, but I don't, you know, I don't trust him enough to basically be attracted to him. But I don't think that that's true. Also, I don't think there's any chemistry between them. <laughs> I've seen nothing right. the whole time. Like, I don't think that they like have ever hooked up. You know what I mean? Like maybe they've made out. But isn't isn't this the couple that she said as soon as she moved there that she told him she doesn't want to have sex with him anymore until they're married? Yes. Yes, she is. Um, so maybe they maybe they did have it like hot and heavy. And then maybe it just hasn't been rekindled since she's gone back there. I don't even when like he comes in and they say hello to each other. It's like how you'd say it to like an acquaintance. But that's what I mean. I've never reacted this way, like seeing someone like I'm I've dated or especially that I'm engaged to like you're, she's just kind of like. Like just a little tap kiss. I'm like, right. All right. Well, um, dear has colored contacts on. And I don't feel good about that. You missed it. Yeah, I didn't realize it until like further into the conversation. I'm like, oh, his contacts, his eyes are popping out of his head. <laughs> he, so I'm like, this is a sign of mental illness. Um, so what else? She doesn't feel as much attraction. She's doubting him. Um, she did have a talk with him, which I guess was like kind of like an unseen moment. 
And he said that he was afraid to tell her that his mom was looking for a wife for him because he was afraid of her reaction. There's there's so much hidden here. And Mm -hmm. he gives her the truth in like drips and drabs. And and her reaction, I feel like I feel like she is not outraged enough at the things that he's saying to her. It surprises me that she truly even went back there. Like, what were you going back there for? Because I just feel like he's so full of lies. I don't know. Um, so now he's basically like, you're insecure and you need to promise yourself that you will talk to him about all of your feelings, which I think she should. I think she is insecure because of him though. Right. Also. And I feel like this can be said with any couple of any season of the show, but like, how are, is none, how are none of these conversations, anything that you've had over the past two years? How is that possible? It's so funny because when they showed us flashbacks, it was like her just like crying into videos at him. Like, I know you're with another girl. And it's like, I don't know. Their relationship just seems so weird to me. With these, like with the other way couples, it's always like, what is the other person trying to get out of this? Because they obviously don't like the person. Like, what is the end goal here? So that's what Tracy always says. She's like, if they're not looking to come to America, what are they looking for? Right. Because it's true. What is why did he propose? Like, what's his end game? If he can't tell his family and he doesn't want to come to America, why has he proposed to her? I don't understand. I have a little bit of an idea, but I'm going to hold it until we get a little further into this couples section. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. So today is the kite festival and uh, God wakes up today after a month's sleep. Very interesting. So everyone's on their roof. And uh, and everyone also cuts each other's kite ties, which I didn't know this was like a thing either. And then I saw somebody posted something about like a bunch of people were killed last year doing this. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, I actually I saw this um, this. It was this year because I remember selecting one of the shows I work on and um, Real Ass Podcast. You may be familiar. um, I am (laughs) (laughs) Um, the snake. I am familiar. uh, But uh. What they do is, so in order to do these like attacks of the other kites, they mm-hmm. reinforce the string of the kite so that it'll be like, like a, like metal or like something like oh. glass or something. They make the string strong so that it's easier to slice the other people's strings. And okay. So while this was happening, there were like people's like throats were slit by the strings. Like a bunch of people were murdered. Just, I mean, can you imagine? It's not funny, but if this happened in like a Final <laughs> Destination movie, like it would yeah. be to watch. Just like 10 people's throats slit. Was it all the people, like they were all on the same roof? All the people that got killed? No, they were like outside in a field. <gasps> but it was like densely packed. That's and- terrifying. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking about during this. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because I had seen something like on Instagram about it and I'm like, I don't really know what this is. That's crazy. Okay, well. Um, okay, so she asked how many visits is it going to take once her, like, you know, once they can kind of, I guess, accept her or know that they're dating. But it's like, you guys aren't even dating. You're engaged. Right. <laughs> this, this whole section is psychotic. It's all crazy. Right. So he's like, well, basically, once they start asking about you. Yeah, once they miss you. So give it like five years. (laughs) Yeah, right. Once they notice that you're not there. But also, you probably don't want to be there too much because you don't want them to know you guys are together. I don't think this is like a winning situation. No, there's (sighs) no way. Because then once they get to know you that well, then they're going to be pissed off that you've lied to them this whole time. Like Jenny and Samin. Right, right. 
Or even though that she was never that mom was never going to be happy. That mom wouldn't be happy with anybody. But um, so I'm ch- sorry, I lost my spot. Of course I did. Well, while you look, there is one thing that I wrote down that, you know, like the when they show like the couple's pictures where it's like if they're happy, it's happy pictures. If they're yes, fighting, yes, her mad phase is like, you know, like when like a toddler learns how to make a mad phase. She's, yes. Like it's, it's so it's just it really made me laugh. You know, somebody was talking about like her eyes. I know Tracy brought up her eyes. I've noticed them. But like, I feel like they're getting more intense. Like they're so low. I don't know. She just the way she looks down. It's like not like she's on drugs. Just like there's something wrong with her eyes. Maybe it's like the anger brewing in her is <laughs> <laughs> creating this. Maybe. <laughs> um, okay. So basically, um, wait. So she wants him to be honest. She basically starts yelling at him. Um, so before and basically she wants to know if they find a match while she's there, like what happens? And he's like, well, I don't have to go meet her. I don't think that that's true. It's not true. Yeah. I don't I mean, think that's true at all. And then in this conversation, she's like, uh, oh, so right after that, when, when, when he's, uh, she says, um, sorry. So when he says, oh, I won't have to. Right. She's like, well, how are you going to avoid that? And he says, well, um, they said, if you find a girl, just tell us. So then just ha- tell them. Have you have you not? You've been engaged for two years. And then like her reaction, I feel like that would have, I would have, my head would have exploded. In yeah. <laughs> but her response is, is like measured, which seems crazy. Right. I feel like she's in shock. Maybe that's that what you're seeing in her eyes. She's just in shock. <laughs> craziness. What I don't get is. Like Tracy and I had discussed this. Why? What did the family think when she came to the sister's wedding? Because like she went to his sister's wedding and were they like, oh, hey, friend. That's a no, good. I don't know. That's a good point, too, because one one would assume that like in a culture of arranged marriages, you're probably not taking dates to weddings. Right. That's what I mean. So it's like, what do, who did they think she is? And now this woman, again, is back from America and she's at your family's house. So it's like, Why? Right. Why? And I don't so, know. And then as as this like rolls out where um after that, if you find a girl, tell us. And then he says, I just need a little more time, which is also crazy, head exploding moment. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like it's the the more time is so now this is like where my theory comes and this like also comes a little bit further. Sure. I wonder if there is some element of like excitement about finding like an American woman who's independent. Mm-hmm. And then trying to like tame her. I never thought of that because it says like she says, and that's like jump ahead. But she says like right. oh, he always talks about like how much he loved how independent I was and stuff. Right. Like, if your end goal is for her just to be like, you know, washing your feet and serving your whole family all day long, then you're not going for an independent woman unless it's like let me see what I can make her do. Right. Because the thing is, like, if that's what you the thing is, look who I'm talking to. If that is what you want, then why aren't you just looking for a woman where you are, like in your own culture that you wouldn't have to teach everything to also. Right. I just I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't know. So basically, if he if if the family won't accept her, then he won't marry anybody. And I don't know if I think that that's true either. Um, He wants her to live with his family. Which I don't know. I guess she wasn't ready for that. But also, did she not Google anything like anything about the culture at all? 
like aside from that, if you're engaged for two years and were they actually apart for two years? Yeah, they were apart. Okay. So during that time, all you're doing is talking on the phone. Right. There's never, I mean, like even in relationships where you're just dating for a couple of years, you like fantasize about, oh, what will our life be in the Mm -hmm. future? How many kids will we have? Where will we live? Right. That was never even, and it doesn't even seem like they had the discussion and he lied. It just seems like they just never bothered to broach the subject. Right. Because she has this apartment. So is he going to, do you think he's going to move in with you to this apartment? Are you going to look for a house together or a different apartment together? Are you going to have kids? Like, when are you going to get married? Are you going to get married in a traditional wedding? What is it that you want? She doesn't tell us any of that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, but he, I don't think that she realizes just like all these other women, they don't realize what someone else's culture is Mm -hmm. everybody's so hung up on american culture they think it's like that everywhere and it's not right i do like a little bit on her side though is she says like she's she says a few times and at least this fills in a little bit of the gaps here even though it doesn't make sense obviously not the right thing but she says Mm -hmm. like oh well because of this i assumed this because of this i assumed this so at least you can understand the line of thinking like it's like if he if he knew she had the apartment she would just be like oh he's probably gonna move in with me or, you know, oh, he he likes the fact that I'm independent. He probably is not going to like make me behave like the other wives do in his culture. Like may, maybe. Right. She- well, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was me. I would I think I would have asked. I would have been like, if we get married, do you expect me to live with your family or do you expect me to cover my hair or whatever it is? She doesn't right. ask. Honestly, I feel like with that much of a cultural difference on the first date, I feel like these are things that you talk about. And it's like, especially yes. since you lived there before. So you do understand what the culture is. She has her friend who's that like teacher guy. Right. And it's like, right. the first date, it's like, oh, so like, is it like, how does your family do this? Or like, you know, how have you dated, you know, like things, things like that would come up the first time you meet them. Also, I want to know, because I don't remember. I don't know if you remember. How long did she live there? Like, I don't know how long she was living there. And then she left for the two years during COVID. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It has to be long yeah. enough for her to find uh, an aerobics class and stick to it and make friends yeah. with the trainer. <laughs> but that's what I mean. So like you were going to this class every morning. You weren't just on vacation. Like you must have lived there for a little bit. Right. So I'm just so curious, like the timeline of everything and how long, like I know that she wasn't dating Rishi for very long. They've basically been talking on the phone as dating this whole time. But like you had all this time, you didn't think of anything to ask him. Wait, what were you talking about? Right. What were you talking about? You like tried so hard to avoid every single like uh, important topic. What were you discussing? That is a good point, Shannon. I would say like there were so many questions for her. I don't I feel like you guys never really do like cast member guests on this show. But this yeah. one to have a list of questions and to and have her on if possible. It's funny because we're friends with one of her friends, her friend Randy, that was on like the beginning episodes. Mm-hmm. So it's like I feel like I need to ask her all these questions too. Yeah, report back. <laughs> yeah, because it's like what was your friend thinking? Was she even thinking at all? Like, or is this, maybe this is manipulated a little bit by the cameras. I just don't know. I don't know. So anyway, moving on, he wants her to like, basically learn more about being a wife in his culture. So he's like, we're going to go to my friend. Is his friend's name Surrenda? Oh, I didn't. I may, maybe I didn't. Write okay. It so I wrote that his that his friend's name is Surrenda. I just hope that I'm right. And his wife's name is Sita. And Sita thinks it's going to be hard because in American culture, we believe like in equality and that men and women are equal. And they don't see it the same way there. 
Right. Also, not to just go back for one second, but yeah. um, in that last scene, the Kite Festival one, when when he said he just needs a little bit of time, and then that mm-hmm. little bit of time was to make sure that she can acclimate to his culture. Like, that's pretty much what he said in that Yes. Moment, which now, this is, again, like, completely news to her. So I think that is maybe what's keeping him from telling his family, because he doesn't want to introduce this independent American to his family, because they're going to be like, get mm-hmm. that out of my face. He wants to, like, tame her down a bit and then be like oh like she's she's gone through the training she said right well because her his mother said i want you to find a wife because i'm basically tired of doing the housework i'm tired of doing everything in the house i want someone else to like pass it on to and i don't think that jen realizes or he's definitely not made it clear to her that that's what what's expected of her right but she's about to learn (laughs) right and you know I think not that I wouldn't be okay with it. I just think a lot of these women don't really think like they don't respect other cultures. Like, okay, the American culture is this way. He's not particularly wrong because he thinks that he's wrong because we don't believe that. But this is how he was raised. Mm -hmm. So I do feel bad for a lot of these guys this way because they were raised to think like they're a number one. And then here these strong American women came in, come in and they're like, well, too bad you're not. Yeah, but like they are also okay. So here's where I'm on the side of the American women in this Mm -hmm. argument, because the men aren't representing themselves the way that they would be acting in a marriage. Like they're, you know, they're they're not acting the way that the way that they're treated by their mothers or anything like that. They're they're act. I don't want to say regular. They're just like they're they're not they're coming up to the level of like, I guess what an American woman would expect from a partner, I believe. And- well, I that's true. That does make sense. Because I don't think Rishi, I don't think that if he was set up with someone else, this is how they would be dating. Oh, yeah, definitely not. And that's why. But on the other side of it, the women are being themselves like they're being they're like she said, like independent selves. And they are coming into this knowing how they are and expecting them to change once the marriage happens. And I feel like that's that's not right. That's, you know, Shannon, that <laughs> is a very good way to look at it, because I remember there are other cultures and I remember like I have a friend. I will not get into stereotypes. I'm just going to say I have a girlfriend and she is like, don't if you're, you know, you, I don't think you should hook up with guys from the same background as me because they're kind of just turned on by girls who are independent and girls who just weren't raised by them. But they don't really understand what it's like to commit to those women. Right. And I do understand that now. It kind of makes a lot more sense. I do wonder, though, so I guess there there isn't really a dating period, though, right? No, that but that's the thing. I think it's kind of like, I don't even know if they meet. I guess they meet and then they just get married. Right, right. Like, like kind of like love. It, what is it? Love at first sight? And married at show? Yeah. Love, yeah it's married at first love sight. Love is blind and married at first sight. Both okay. concepts, yeah. Right. So, I mean, I don't watch either of them, but I I think it's something like that. Like my grandparents were arranged. They never met. But that's like what's that's crazy. the guy's name from the last season? Um, the uh, rapper Soldier Boy. Oh, Usman. Yeah, where he yeah. Like, he met that one chick that he was supposed to marry. That and, young girl. Yeah, they had like that one meeting, and then I guess it was just going to go from there. So yeah, because my what where I was going before that question is that I was wondering if when they're dating the women of their culture, mm-hmm. are the women also different until they get married? Like, are they more independent until they right. role? And then as soon as they're married, it's like, then they take on the wife role and they're 
kind of submit to their husbands. Right. I don't know. Well, it's something definitely to think about. I, I would have a hard time with it. Obviously, I think that most American women would have a hard time with it just because it's just so alien to what we're used to. But so anyway, they go to his friend's house. Um, his friend, I think his name is Sorenda. <laughs> and uh, his wife is like, listen, we're going to I'm going to teach you what it's like. And there's a group of women in the kitchen and she wants Rishi to come into the kitchen and help her translate. And he's like, I can't because this is a group of women. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean, that's pretty interesting. I do like that, too. She likes that. And it's like, I guess it's disrespectful to him to for him to just walk in there in right. a group of women. I guess it's because maybe like they're all married and like he can't I don't know that's that's what I thought is that maybe because like they're all taken women just like with yes with the other Nicole guy? yeah right yeah that. yeah that that's what I was thinking too like I guess it's disrespectful to the husband maybe yeah if he goes in there I guess like technically being like alone in a room with women I don't know but then he just hangs out outside the door anyway so really what's the difference just can't cross this line right <laughs> this show is sponsored by better help Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Noelle and I are, I mean, we're still very young, but we have been getting to know ourselves and we've been in therapy on and off for so long. But therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk things through. And that's what's been happening lately. BetterHelp connects you with licensed therapists who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. I've benefited from therapy. Noelle, you've benefited from therapy. And we've had a really good experience using BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And the best part is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. And you don't have to explain anything. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash fiancé today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash fiancé. So she is kind of teaching her how to, how to make tea. And then she says, um, you have to get up at 4 a.m. every day and make tea for the family. And Jen's kind of like, excuse me? Also, he didn't exactly translate that. He's like, you have to get up early. <laughs> Don't even worry about the time. Right. He's not like, oh, you have to get up at 8 a.m., four (laughs) I mean I think you yourself Shannon you get up at four in the morning because that's who you are I 5 30 but it's not to make tea for a household (laughs) hell no um so let's see she has to get up at 4 a.m for the family um the thing is the husbands will never do the same so say a woman is sick and she can't get up that morning. Her husband isn't going to take on that role. He's not going to get up in the morning and make tea for the rest of the family. The woman still has to get up and do it. And I have a hard time with that. Yeah. And, and even in the other example that she gave where, or, or it was just to the camera, I think, where she was saying, uh, uh, you like massage your husband's legs, but don't ever expect him to do it back for you. So it's like, what are you getting out of this relationship ever? What do you get out of this? That's the thing. I think just being raised, you don't know that it's any other way unfortunately but jen run yes run i really hope i mean i don't i feel like they they weren't in like the coming attractions at all but i i really hope she gets away i hope she gets away too i have to tell you i don't think that she does she doesn't seem like she's going to she kind of seems that she's one to put up with his nonsense but i do 
I do hope that she gets away too, because this doesn't sound like it's going to be very fulfilling. Yeah. And she even says at the end of it, she's like this, I didn't get two master's degrees to like be right. a, a maid for this guy and his whole family, which I, you know, it makes sense. But also- yeah, but then don't date yes. a guy from India then. Right. Or you know? before making the move. I mean, the right. is fine. Even if you don't want to be like, oh, maybe it's being too presumptuous to talk that far in the future. Right. But before you move, it's like, where are we living? What are the next steps? When do you think your parents are going to know about me? Anything. Because also, I am sure that there are some guys there that don't think this way or that weren't raised this way. And I don't think that she should have assumed that it would be different. Right. But also, when she was speaking with um, Deer... And mm-hmm. he, like his response to finding out that that um, Rishi's parents didn't know, that he is shocked. So like there is clearly something wrong. Like this path isn't like with um, Sumi and Jenny. I right. think anybody would understand why he's not telling. Why me. they hid it? Yeah, but yeah. Here, he's like, oh, something is definitely not right. Also, I lied. There was something about them in the uh, coming attractions. There was something about yeah. them in the coming attractions, but I don't remember what it is. It was um, she said something about and they like they clip this audio here. They're trying, I think, to make it more salacious than it really is. Sure. She's saying that uh, she has a single entry visa. So she's like, I won't be able to come back for years. And he's like, oh, is do we do this all for nothing? I'm going to have to wait years for you to come back. So I don't know if she has to go home for something and come back or if she's threatening to leave because things aren't how she wants them to be. I don't know. Because I think that Jenny has some kind of visa like that where she basically because I remember she had to go to the US and be there for like four days and then she can come back. So I wonder if it's something like that. I think that was because they weren't married, wasn't it? Until she got married. So maybe Jen's kind of like, if we don't get married, I have to go. Maybe. But at the end of it, she was like, I'm sorry. Mm. I don't know. Interesting. You're right. I do remember that. Chris and Jamie. Hmm. how is it only three days into this i feel like i've been with them for months <laughs> it's crazy also she has she's had like fifteen thousand medical issues all this crazy stuff has happened in three days well that's how you know there is a problem here i mean it's not just mental illness there's some kind of an addiction here there just is there's a lot wrong when when Tracy and I first started this season, we were like, tell us like, I'm like, Tracy, tell me your gut feeling about Jamie, about Chris, about Jen, about Rishi. And we when we first saw Jamie, we were like, I don't know. I don't know. She's like, maybe she's like using her or whatever. But then I'm like, I don't know. Chris seems like a little off, but she seems OK. Very wrong. Yeah. Chris is just a victim. And if yes. she doesn't have somebody like worried about her. I don't think she knows how to be. Right. But it's like she's hiding some deep shit. And I would like to know what I think. I think she was like, OK, oh, I don't want to like jump ahead. But I think that she, I think it's that fine. she's a, a former drug addict. So I don't do know I. It was ever just it wasn't ever discussed. Right. It wasn't ever discussed. And I've heard that it was like people tried to discuss it. And it was like closed, shut down. I think she was a meth head. And I okay. think that this issue, which just to skip a little bit, but um, I think that the stolen motorcycle thing is an ex-boyfriend of hers and that maybe like he was promised it or something. I think there's a lot more to that situation. I don't think that was a stranger off the street that came in and took the bike. I think it was like a drug dealer she owed money to. 
I think it was an ex an ex boyfriend and some something weird that happened between them. It's definitely something way more. Someone didn't just come and randomly steal your motorcycle. Also, I read extensively about this motorcycle. Not to jump ahead, but it's not worth fifty thousand dollars. It's only worth like seven. I feel like she also keeps referring to it as it's a rare motorcycle. It's a rare motorcycle. Right. Rare motorcycle. So I think she is really trying to be like, this is so valuable. Yeah. Thanks for selling it to us, but I don't believe you. Also, if so, you'll go ahead. From you, isn't that like a, a that's like a criminal lawsuit and you're not suing them for money like you're suing to for them to go to jail. Right. So that's what I was thinking. So it's not like you're just asking for the money back because that they stole it from you. Don't you want this person to like serve time? Right. That's why I think it's an ex-boyfriend. And where's the bike now? Yeah. When he just gives it back and she doesn't have any money. <laughs> right. It's like, well, now you can only get $7,000. Sorry. <laughs> um, so they're going shopping for stuff for their house. And it's only day three. And they have very different styles. Jamie likes modern and classy. Chris likes colors and lamps. <laughs> I don't know. The one and when they said lamps, so they panned to like a chandelier, which was pretty cool looking. I like that chandelier. Yeah, okay, good. Me too. I'm like, am I wrong for liking this? I think this is so cute. I didn't love the yellow chairs. I, I didn't like, like the yellow chairs at all. I didn't like the couch. That was like a dollhouse couch. I did. I couldn't really see it because I was rewatching it here on my cell phone. So Aww. like the screen was so little, I couldn't really tell. But I did. I could see the chandelier. I did like the chandelier. I don't like the idea that someone in a furniture store is just laying across the bed, like napping. We didn't see that. No, it was her. It was Chris. She's laying across oh. this bed. And basically, Jamie's like, oh, well, not Jamie. Chris is like, I have to prop myself up so I don't go to sleep. Aren't you like what I like? I feel like I would get yelled at if I was like in coals laying across the bed. I do. I feel like this is a thing that's on television a lot. Like if right mattress store or something where there's a bed, they have to jump onto it. I have yeah. never in my life done this thing. No way. And it's like, am I going to get a bed that someone's laying on? I hope not. Gross. Especially Chris. Gross. <laughs> also, it's been um three holdies and she's yet to fall asleep randomly. Right. Where is your narcolepsy? It's not showing. No, is it just when you're comfy in a bed? Because I think that's just going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just being really tired. It's a nap. Right. Because she's like, I have to prop myself up because of my narcolepsy. And it's like, I think narcoleptics can fall asleep anywhere. Isn't that what narcolepsy is? That's what I thought. But I feel I also don't know the truth behind it. I feel like that's just based on like, I feel like there's a comedy where someone had narcolepsy and they would just like drop. And shallow like, Hal. Maybe it happens that's in not, Shallow Hal. I remember. Maybe that's <laughs> not depicting reality either. Right. I don't know the truth. I don't know the truth. I. It's hard to it's hard to trust anything that she says. So they're laying in the bed in the store. And, and Chris says that her mom messaged her that um, she, see, I wrote this wrong, was saved court papers to prosecute the man that stole her rare motorcycle. And she may have to go back in a week. I don't know what I was trying to write, but that wasn't real. <laughs> Served court papers. Okay. Yeah. I said she was saved court papers. So why would you go to Columbia knowing that something like this was about to happen? You've been there for three days now. I did write that down, but then sh later on in their segment, she does say she was told she wasn't going to have to appear in court for this case. Well, that's true. But yeah, I guess that's true, but I don't know. I feel like I would be so worried. Right. And you have to know it's coming up. And if it's like, if you think, if you really think you're getting $50,000, wait a month. It's one. It's, it's a month. Right. Right. It's not a big deal. You could just wait. You've waited 
months and months. I mean, you ghosted her for more than a month. <laughs> you could wait a month. Um, so she may have to go back in a week and they may have to reschedule their wedding date. Why are you getting married that fast? Also, if you have to get married this fast, she's yeah. planning on being gone on basically just like she's leaving the day of the wedding. If yes. you have to get married this fast, get married the day before. But why does she need like, I don't think that she needs to get married this fast because of her visa or anything. I think it's because she can get drugs there and she wants to become a citizen like as soon as possible. Isn't didn't she already get drugs when? Jay yeah. So, I mean. I feel it. like she just wants that guarantee, <laughs> just you know, US. <laughs> because why else are you looking up? I don't know. I just feel like it was very specific finding Jamie, a woman from a country where you don't need a prescription. Maybe I'm reaching, but that's just how I feel. I I get it. But then still, like, I still don't understand why to push to get married if she can just get you the drugs like she there was no problem the first time yeah this whole second thing like it's it's just i don't know i don't know i also don't understand because it's they do all seem to rush to get married when it doesn't seem that they have the same short amount of time as the people coming to the u.s do right so she wants to get married nine days after she gets to columbia for what I don't know. Like, but, there's no reason for it. But if that is so important, then get married eight days. And then. Right. Start. Or get married today. Right. right. I don't know what the problem. What is the problem? They they haven't. I mean, they love to show us when they plan weddings. And yes, we haven't seen any of that yet. So nothing is probably booked at all. Definitely nothing's booked. The only thing that she did was bring Jamie's shoes and dress, I guess. Yeah. Which is strange in itself. But anyway, so. A man apparently broke into her garage and took her motorcycle that her dead father had left her or given her. And she was going to sell it for money for their future. It was $50,000 that could have been theirs. Mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> the rare motor? Sure. I have a bridge to sell you, too. <laughs> um, Jamie's hurt. Jamie's upset. I would be, too. I'd be like, what the hell's going on? Do you think that she is trying to make an excuse to run? I don't know. You know, watching this, I can't see the reason why she would want to run. But I almost feel like she must be going back. because She's in trouble for something like she has to be going back for something else. Like, does she have court because she is also in trouble? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe Jamie should ask to see these papers that she was served. Right. I think Jamie's naive, unfortunately. But isn't maybe at the beginning, didn't Jamie also do some shady stuff to Chris? Yeah, she like, I think she like hooked up with another girl that she met online. It was like a money thing where she lied about having COVID or she lied about some sort of illness that she and then that made uh, Chris send her the money. Oh, that's right. She did. It was something about COVID. She lied, but it turns out she was fine. Yeah. And it was something where she sent money. And it's just like a fuzzy memory because they glossed over it and yeah. have never talked about it ever again. I totally forgot about that. You're right. Because they never bring it up. Even Chris doesn't bring it up now when she got back there. The only thing that is brought up is Chris wanted to pay a certain amount of money for rent. And Jamie went over that amount of money, kind of just disregarding what Chris could afford. But mm -hmm. Jamie says that she works anyway. Right. And also, yeah, I don't know. And she's like, it seems like she's been paying for stuff so far. Right. Like, it seems that she's the one that's going to buy all the stuff for the house, at least. Mm -hmm. But I thought. Jamie has a job. I don't know. I don't know. But I want to know more. <laughs> <Any questions? laughs> so um, 
eight months earlier, Chris goes to Jamie for a month because she was overwhelmed with her neediness. Wait, so Chris, Chris ghosted Jamie. Yeah. I, I mean, I for could, a month. I could see it the other way around. Because... Well, that's what I mean. Right. Jamie doesn't seem needy. So this is another thing where I wonder sometimes, like, what is Jamie's end game here with right. this relationship? Because it seems odd. They tried to sell it to us that it was about money, that basically Chris was going to bankroll everything for Jamie. But it doesn't seem like that. Ja- Chris seems to be the one with all the problems. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm, I don't know. She's also just a crazy person. <laughs> I mean, she's obviously a crazy person. This goes deeper than drugs, too. Like this. I've never seen when someone writhing on a bed like this. But OK, so <laughs> she will know by Monday if she's going to be going. I guess that's a day away. And now it's the fourth day that she's in Colombia and she's in a lot of pain. Of course she is, because it's like this day there wasn't a thing to talk about because she right. was, one day was the narcolepsy, the next day was the neck, and then it was the knife. And don't forget the toothpaste. <laughs> the tooth, that's right, the mint thing. <laughs> and so now it has to be something new, the neck. Right. She's in a lot of pain. She's limited on what they could do. And Jamie's like, well, let's go to the flea market. I mean, I don't know if that's what I would say. Let's do if my partner had a neck ache. Let's do a thing where we have to stand and walk the whole time. I think right idea. So she's like, well, we'll go real quick. And Chris is in severe pain and it's a bit increasing from her flight and the rough roads. So that, but then you want to go on another flight and go back to America. Boy, your head's going to fall off. (laughs) (laughs) But she like, she complains about the neck from the plane. She went to the doctor, right? All her drugs like it's is that not does that not have any effect on it? I guess she wants sympathy now. Right. Like I thought you got Vicodin or whatever it is that you got. I would like So to- but now what do you want? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then also, then if you want her to be like, oh, poor baby, then what's the point of taking this ride to the flea market if you know you're not getting out of the car? Like what was the purpose of that? To lay in her lap and sob. I'd be like, get this fucking woman off of me what are you doing why did you come i could have gone alone and picked out everything i wanted it's a better idea yeah i don't know it's i understand she could be in pain she could very well could have broken her neck in her two car accidents that were back to back the dramatics i can't take the dramatics it's a lot it's a lot for me and she's in the car she's sobbing in the car she can't get out of the car she's in too much pain so they go home and jamie's like i'm gonna call a doctor who does house calls she also jamie says oh well she obviously can't go anywhere you just went somewhere (laughs) you're already in the car just go to the hospital right also jamie get out of the car and go shopping leave her there (laughs) send her back home yeah just send her back home or let her lay in the car while you shop whatever (laughs) Um, Jamie's very worried and she's crying and she's like in panic mode. And I feel bad for her because I think she's like, what the hell did I sign up for? Yeah, with I really, this woman. I really do think that's what the tears are is like, holy shit. Instead of it being like, I'm genuinely concerned for her well-being. But if that's the case, why would you be so upset about her having to go back home instead of being like, oh, yes. <laughs> like, right, I would feel relieved. I'd be like, oh, OK. And then I'd move. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or something, you know, I, I would be, I think, a little relieved, like, okay, I don't have to wait hand and foot on this woman. I don't have to hold her head up every two minutes. Um, okay, so the, they're both crying in separate rooms, though. 
<laughs> and then the doctor comes and the doctor is going to check her out and she's writhing on the bed. It's her neck. It's her back. It's her neck. It's her back. And he's basically like, show me the pain. And she shows it, you know, in her neck and in her back. And he's saying that it's muscular. Mm-hmm. But isn't it supposed to be like, I don't know, slip discs, vertebrae, like, yeah, I don't know. Because doesn't, yeah, doesn't she say it's like whatever this number and this number? Yeah, like a, a bulging disc. Yeah. That's why when he said the back, I was like, when she never mentioned anything about her back. The whole time it's just been- right. Even when they got out of the car, like the Uber, she was holding her back. Yeah. Like, Give oh, me I a forgot. break. I forgot. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, that's right. Oh, I'm hurting. Give me a break. <laughs> um. So he's going to give her a shot, I guess, of muscle relaxers. And then he's going to write her a prescription. So my question is, he's going to write her a prescription, but don't you not need a prescription? Maybe it's just like, just so they know what to get. Like he know, he's telling her exactly what to get, basically. Yeah, a specific type of mu- mu- muscle relaxer or whatever. And then they can. Okay. Just... She has a know. shot in her butt. That is the biggest needle I have ever seen. In my- I, I could have fainted watching this. <laughs> I'm like watching it like with one eye open and I'm like out. And she doesn't even flinch. No. And oh, on the pull out, <laughs> on the pull out, it like sticks to her skin. It was. Oh, my God horrifying that was gnarly yeah that was i was horrified by this she doesn't even flinch and so anyway she gets it she and jamie's worried that she's gonna have to go to alabama now for surgery too and have to stay there so i don't understand that part because that's something she knew already that she needed but also maybe maybe though isn't i don't know who knows what like the laws are in different countries but once you're married can't you then sign up for the spousal visa, which is supposedly easier to get than the 90 day fiance. Right. And then bring her over with you and then get the surgery. See, now that would be logical and that would make (laughs) a lot more sense. But does Jamie just not want to go to America? I guess we never spoke. Well, I never spoke to them, but I guess they never spoke about it. Like, do these girls, does she even want to go to America? I don't know. Yeah, I also don't know. I didn't ask either. (laughs) Okay, I'm glad we didn't ask. Maybe you can ask the next time. The next lady, Debbie, she is an interesting character, huh? I have one thing, and this is what I told you before the show. I'm a little bit behind on this episodes of this show. Sure. So I don't know if this has been addressed already, but yeah, her son, Julian, mm-hmm. how overprotective he is of her and everything. Why didn't he go with her for a couple of days? You know, that was never even brought up like as an option. Right. It's like if my I don't know if I had an elderly family member and they were going to do something that I legitimately felt like was a scam and she is in Mm -hmm. danger. There's no way in hell I would let her go on her own, no matter how much she fought me. I'd be like, all right, I'll be on the next flight right after you and I'll meet you there. That is a good point, because also she has a son. I'm I'm sorry. She has a daughter named Sandy. And her daughter was like, I don't know if you saw this. Her daughter called her while she was on the way to the hospital. Her daughter was like really mean to her, kind of like, so are you just going to live there now? Yada, yada, yada. So if you guys are so concerned, right, why don't you just go with her? Do something about it, especially like the the uh, son that's a cop. Like go there, meet the guy, like scope right. him out a little bit, see how you feel about it. And then and even if at the very least, then you're like, oh, I could feel better and know that my mom is with like a decent human. Or even try to video chat him. Like I'm sure they never even video chatted. Right. Anything. Instead of like telling her not to go, which is never going to work. Like do never. Something. She's interesting. What do you think about her? 
I feel like I would like to hang out with her. Me too. I feel like she'd be a good time and she's a sweet person who is just too kind. I think that she's really nice. I, but I, I have to tell you, okay. So she's on the plane. She's nervous. And he's at the airport with a flower to greet her. One and, and half, one and a half flowers. He gives her one and a half flowers. We're seeing a lot of little flowers this episode. So you see this one and a half flower and she's nervous because Julian has planted these seeds in her mind and um, he greets her and it seems like he really likes her. It does. It's weird. I was fooled because I did also think that. But now, again, I'm going by the coming attractions at the end of the episode, which, again, I you can't really put it together. I know. But um, it, it does. It se- but it seems like he has a screw loose. And I think she probably there's something wrong with him. <laughs> I think they're like they're both screws loose looses together come together. yes it seems like they're both weird in a fun way and that maybe they would work yeah I don't know like I I don't think I've ever watched a couple on here where it's like I don't know maybe they do actually really like each other because he's so excited to see her and he's like but he isn't ready to get married and that's what she doesn't know yet and she wants to give him the lead on getting married and but she wants to do it with like in a month yeah I've never been in a rush to get married in my whole life. I dated my husband for like 10 years before we got married. <laughs> yeah. But again, this is maybe a visa thing. Yeah. But I don't know. In my mind, she's not moving there. I feel like she's not moving there. Like she packed like a carry on, you know? That though. <laughs> if I yeah. were moving, I would be like uh, shipping stuff in a cargo plane to meet me when I get there. And they're going with me like too. two luggages. Max, even the people that go with kids, they never have a lot of stuff with them. That is true. Um, so they hug and he says like, or they say to each other, you're my strange, beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's very cute. And he loves her for being herself. So, I mean, there's something very nice about that. It is cute. But to be like on the skeptical side, it always seems like it's these like older women with a couple of extra pounds, with a couple of extra dollars that are alone that end up in these situations. That is true. There is a type of woman who ends up in these situations. Also, she's clearly very naive, Mm -hmm. but he seems like he's never left the farm in his life. Right. Like he's not well, obviously. (laughs) So that's why I wonder, like, I don't even think he wants to go to America. What is his end game? I don't, I don't know. And I'm really, yeah, next, I'm very excited for next week's episode. Me too. Answer some, even unless they just, because I feel like these two that we're most excited to see what happens next, they're just going to not have those two couples on next week. Oh, you know it. Um, And you and I are going to cover next episode together too. I'm excited. I think, I feel like my lighting's bad. Is my lighting bright? No, not at all. I keep looking at yours and looking at mine and looking at how pale I am. So I feel like your lighting is much better than mine. Meanwhile, I'm like, my lighting is usually so bright and I feel like it's so dark. Well, we <laughs> broke the fourth wall, guys. Okay, so next couple, because that's all I have for them. Do you have, have anything one, else I for them? One more thing. Tell it's, me. It's a mean thing. So she says <laughs> she can't stop herself from staring at him. And I just like, are you just staring at his mouth? Because <sighs> it's really like, it's like he has like not enough and too much teeth. <laughs> at the same time it's like they're bunched up but then they're missing I don't know how it's working I know and like one's behind the other it's 
it's a very interesting place to be in that mouth of his. I know. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, maybe he never even like left the farm to go to the dentist. It's it's strange and beautiful. <laughs> it is. You know what? They are strange and beautiful together. Danielle and Johan. Don't like, don't like this at all. I hate it so much. And this, I hate it so much. This one is like, obviously he is trying to come back to the United States and then leave her forever. Okay, but she's the worst. I would want to leave her forever too. Yeah, it's um, I hate it. I hate it all. I hate this whole thing even that they're doing right now. Well, me too. Right. I think that this is all, I think it's dumb, but I think it's also uncomfortable, not necessary. She seems very, very controlling. That's my problem with her. It seems to be a theme on the show that it's like these older women that find these younger men that just, they want to control these men's lives like a hundred percent. It's too much. And he's no, he's not great. He's no prize, but she's very annoying. Yeah, she sucks. But also she <laughs> wants to control it, but she also wants him to like do a lot also. Because like on right. the last episode or maybe before when they were looking at the apartments and she's like, well, where are you going to contribute and whatever? And it's like, you got to take one side of this or the other. Like Right. And you have to cook and you have to clean. And, and he's like, okay, but you can write, like if he's not contributing financially, then he has to like do all the stuff. But he's telling her flat out, I can't afford what you want and she's going to manifest it. So that's right. <laughs> I that. uh -huh. But also it's like, you know, again, it was, as far as culturally, like in the Dominican culture, that man is not going to be subservient to you. That is not going to happen. Right. And that's, this is something like with Angela and Michael, it's just, it's not going to happen. Oh, he was subservient to her though. No, I know. But it's, I mean, she's never going to give in to him either, but <laughs> It's just, Danielle, what are you doing here? How do you not see this for what this is? I don't know. Maybe she can't make out like the most important words of what he's saying. Right. <laughs> her limited Spanish skills. Oh, it's Tracy's favorite thing in the world, watching her speak Spanish. So last night was their fight and he stayed at his parents' house. And this is the first time she slept alone since the day she met him. Get a life. It's not though. You you spent um a hundred years apart from him and right like however many days that you're there now like you're gonna be just fine right well that's the thing and it's also like okay so the day you met him he just moved in with you the whole time you were in dr he just lived in your hotel room what can everyone stop being so codependent i hate it so much that is that is also an underlying theme of all these couples it's it like it is well that's the major problem yeah they're all the end all be all too well not at least half of them feels that way about the other half of them. Like their worlds would be shattered if mm -hmm. it didn't work out. Um, okay. So on his way over to talk, was that a fake flower that he had or was it real? I couldn't tell. I think it's real because it looks familiar to me. I've been to DR maybe like three times, but it does okay. like something that on the way over, he like picked off a bush. Okay. Cause he again had one and a half flowers. Yes. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> um, he wants to fix things with her and she's like we have to have trust or we don't have a marriage and she's lecture 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 it's because so, he just came from home or his parents are like what the hell are you doing back here go work on that woman get the hell out of our house because yes so okay isn't abortion illegal in the dominican republic i don't know do you want me to google it real quick so okay sure producer shannon <laughs> so i 
I have heard that abortion is or was illegal in the Dominican Republic and that Danielle shouldn't even be talking about this on camera because she could get people in trouble. So I don't know if that's a thing. That's just something I happen to see online. And it's like, also, I don't know. Why are you talking about this on camera? The girl isn't even there, not to defend herself, but to even, you're talking about another woman's like, whether she lost a child or she gave up a child. What are you doing? Okay. So all what's coming up just without me, like being silent to like sure. an article, I see one article from 2021 that said that they were working on ending the total ban on abortion. So at least as of 2021, it is, uh, it was criminal to have an abortion so that it probably right. at least at that time was when this happened. But as she's like, she's pressing up at this, why does any, why do any of the details of this story matter? Thank you. That's what I want to know. Previous relationship. The only thing about a previous relationship that matters, aside from like it, if he hit her or something, mm -hmm. would be if the dates crossed over into your dates. That's the only thing that right. has anything to do with you. Whatever happened with this, if he doesn't want to tell you, it does nothing to do with you. Well, I think that that's what irritated me because she thinks it's her business. It's not your business. No. Maybe he doesn't want to talk about it. Maybe he's upset about it, which clearly he is from what he leads on. He says that he got. Also, did you watch the episode before this or did you not? Okay. Did. did you see where he was talking to her about this? Because we were wondering this too. Where, didn't he make it seem like he's gotten multiple women pregnant? Yeah. So that's before watching this episode, mm -hmm. what I thought the story was going to be, which is still could be the story because he could be full of it. Right. But what I thought was he was probably just sleeping around with whatever women. And maybe the story he told her was one of them. And this this thing with the uh, abortion has to do with just whenever another random woman. OK. And that's because th I'm like this. Ha there, he has to be talking about more than one woman. Yeah, Women. So that he wasn't necessarily lying to her. It's just he was talking about somebody else. So which could still be the case. And he just doesn't want to make himself seem like he sleeps around that much. And it's just like, you know what, let me pull on her heartstrings a little bit and pretend to be sincere. That's a very good point. So he says that he got he met a woman and he got her pregnant and he thought that she had a miscarriage because that's what she said to him. And um, it's a few months later, he found out from someone else that she actually did have an abortion and he really wanted the baby. So he was uncomfortable talking about it. If you're just hearing this, not really knowing anything, you hear the story, you're like, that's terrible. That's so sad. But I don't know what to believe. Yeah, I don't know either. And and it's I don't know. It's still I just don't know how this was even a thing when you have things like the butcher shop to worry about <laughs> the flies. The flies at the butcher shop. I could die thinking about that. Yeah, it's like it's all still there right now while you guys are having this argument. Right. Put There's an infestation. Ice. Put some ice on that table. Uh -huh. Something. <laughs> so um, you're right. I when we were discussing last episode, I'm like, what does she care? What does this matter? What does this concern her? And she's like, Well, I am your wife. I'm not your girlfriend. Um, you have to work on your communication. And it's like yes work on your communication but this isn't about communication this is just about you prying into something that has nothing to do with you right she also says um we're married but i don't know you is, oh good is this a sentence that should ever be said she's like we're married but we still have to get to know each other this is this is great how do you say those words right we're married but maybe we should work on getting to know each other 
What's your middle name? <laughs> right. What's your favorite color? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, anything else on them? Do you have anything else on them? No, nope, me either. There was kind of just little small snippets, but Gabe and, and Isabel is next. So much. This is probably the meat of the episode. This is like where everything was at. I have. Yes. <laughs> yes. I have a lot of notes on them. Some of them I don't want to think about. Some of it, I closed my ears when it was happening. So they're going to go to the doctor today because he doesn't want to have breasts anymore. And when we first met Gabe and we saw him basically naked on the street running around, I didn't know that he didn't have top surgery. Right. Yeah. It's just when he, yeah, you couldn't, you can't see it unless like he like mushes together to show it. Right. Like I, the only thing I did notice about him was I know that he had large nipples. That was the only thing that I noticed, but I was shocked that he hadn't had surgery. I didn't know that. I thought maybe he honestly had like a botched job. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would say what's more important is uh, maybe a leg extending surgery. Give yourself a couple inches. He's really short. <laughs> I mean, he is a short king. He is tiny. Right, if you're going to go into the knife, is, I feel like that's a more important thing to, to do. But what do I know? Yeah, you you know what, Shannon? <laughs> you are right. Thank you. Okay, so um, he's been in Colombia for a week and he's uncomfortable with his chest. The last time he went to the doctor, the doctor actually did not believe that he was transgender. This is like really what a terrible experience. Okay. Yes. But don't you almost feel like, like if it was me, cause I'm not well, I would think to myself like, wow, my doctor, my surgeon did an amazing job that a doctor can't even realize that I am transgender. Here's how I took that. Yeah. I took that as, um, I see that you've been taking hormones and everything, but mm -hmm. I don't think that you are actually like a trans person, meaning that like you are a girl and you're supposed to be a girl. Oh, okay. That's how I interpreted it, but I, yeah, I, that also makes Interesting. sense. Interesting. So Gabe had to show the doctor his scars and then that's what it took for the doctor to believe him. And that is uncomfortable because I'm sure Gabe is unhappy with his scars to begin with. And he's like, I don't even want to do this right now. And I get, and he, he had his ID that said he was male. So that's why the doctor didn't believe him too. I just feel like. No, still a female. Was that it? Oh, I know. He said he was male. Yeah. It's so, um, even if he, even if he was lying, who cares? What does it have right. to do with doing my not just do the thing I'm asking you to do? Right. Because actually there are women who get top surgery. So say Gabe didn't have bottom surgery and he just wanted top. So you can't do it. Right. He has to prove to you that he's a man. Yeah. He should like, um, put that doctor on blast. He should have said the name. He should have. It's probably like Dr. Miami or something. That was, it's terrible. Um, something I noticed about Gabe is I'm surprised he's not from New York. He's in Tim's, a denim jacket and shorts. <laughs> yes, he does. Both. How are you not from the Bronx? <laughs> that is the craziest thing ever. So they go to see Dr. Cardona. And uh, this is only the second trans person that the doctor's seen. And you can tell. Right. <laughs> he's so yes. He's like, he creeps me out a little bit. Yeah. The doctor was definitely strange. Yeah. The questions he was at, it's like things that don't apply at all. It's like, it's kind of like, he's like a, like a lab mouse and just like poking it with a stick. Kind yeah. Of. Like what happens if I do this? What happens if I do this? So, okay. I'm just going to 
I, I didn't write down everything because I was, I can't deal with anything. I had a toe fungus and I couldn't even look at my toe. I have a problem with anything like this. So Gabe had a phalloplasty and after surgery, he only had a ball sack. I, what a freaking nightmare. I can't imagine. Also imagine waking up and you're so excited to go in for the surgery <sighs> and you wake up and you have like half of it done. No. Oh, no. Or was it, were the testicles there previously or was it they were only able to do the testicles and then not the penis? I think they were only able to do the okay. testicles. Yeah. I mean, that, I can't imagine waking up to that. Wouldn't you rather the penis and not the testicles? So you woke up, you don't have a vagina and you don't have a penis? And can't pee? And can't, <laughs> and can't pee? His urethra closed? Huh. I die. His urethra. First of all, what a nightmare. How much he had to go through. That's terrifying. Of course, he doesn't want to go into the knife again. Yeah, totally understandable. And that's why we need to know the name of this doctor. He can't. Yeah. He, so he had to have surgery three months later because of his urethra. After going through everything, waking up with a ball sack, this, that, you have to go through surgery again. Poor His poor body. That's awful. Yeah. Also, he's having to like pee through a tube in his stomach because until that portion heals they couldn't fix i'm sorry <laughs> or, never mind. i am sweating I everywhere on my body right now um <laughs> okay so this is something i guess i didn't really understand a bit so the doctor was asking if he had surgery where he got the implant where he could have an erection but he has sex with Isabel. Yeah. I also feel like I learned a lot during. Yes. That. Yes. Because I, I also still can't really comprehend how even with like leg skin, what is it filled with that it's so firm? That is what I want to know. Because my leg skin is not firm, honey. I can tell you that. <laughs> no, <me> either. <laughs> he's younger. I mean, he's young. Maybe he has like. I don't have soccer player legs. I can tell you that. <laughs> but still, I mean, they have to, like, they're not using, like, a synthetic material to put in it, right? It's all right. tissue. Yes. So how is it? How is how it? is it hard indefinitely? Yeah. Well, not hard. He says it's rigid. Right. And, and like, rigid enough to, like, for uh, Isabel to not even acknowledge anything. Yeah. So why would he even need an implant? Right. Even though like they, when they talked about the two different kinds, I feel like the pipe cleaner one seems really cool. <laughs> seems okay. Really First of all, I can't believe you can inflate your penis with your balls. That's oh, number one. That one freaks me out. <laughs> my old boss, when I worked in Garrison beach, um, I, I bartended and my old boss, he was this old diabetic guy and he was obsessed with having sex with women and he couldn't get a hard on and he got the pipe cleaner. And everyone called him Rusty Nuts. <laughs> and I'll never forget that. And this is all I could think about this whole time. I'm like, Rusty Nuts, Rusty Nuts, Rusty Nuts. Why would he ever tell anybody that he got that surgery? Right? <laughs> Why would you tell anybody? I mean, I How do like you hide that too? Um, Because it's just, you just have, you mean in clothes? Right. Like how, I because I know Gabe said when he wears sweatpants, he has to wear like extra large sweatpants, basically. How do you hide something like that? Like... I just feel like it's always. Yeah. But with the pipe cleaner, even though he, I think he said with the implant, it like pops out 
more. Right. But what if you just wear like tighter undergarments? Okay, that's that's true too. Like a tighter boxer brief or something like that should control to hold it in a little. I don't ever want to think about that. Listen, this is nothing against anybody. This is me. This is Noel. I can't think about inflating a genital. I kind of want to see if I can find a video. Of course I want to see it. I just can't. When he said it, I thought he was kidding. Me too. It's like, how is this a thing? Can you? Okay. Because if you do the pipe cleaner one, this is a a motion that doesn't look alien because like a guy is maybe do this motion anyway on it. And it's like Mm -hmm. up, good to go. No alarms are being raised anywhere. But (laughs) the squeezing of the balls thing, it's like what you have to turn around for a second, excuse yourself to the bathroom. You're never doing that in front of a person. No way. No way. He would be self-conscious. It's like at like a pump, like the Nike sneakers back in the day. Just... Those were my favorite things in the world. <laughs> I, I never like had... the basketball pump. I never actually had them, but I would like do them to other people's sneakers. You're a pro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not know this existed. And I'm actually, you're right. We learned so much here because I almost feel like, am I ignorant that I didn't know any of this? This is, this is super cool to learn. I'm I'm going to send to you when I find the video of somebody inflating their penis through their balls. I'm going to send it to you. Do it. I will talk about it descriptively on this podcast. I'm going to find it. So, so, okay. Uh, Gabe is concerned about scarring and he's got like tons of leg scars. Yeah. Which I assume he's self-conscious about. Right. Cause didn't they have to take it? Like they had to do extra, right? They took it from the wrong spot at first. Yeah. And also, if they would have taken it from his arm, his penis would have been thinner. That I guess because the skin on the arm is thinner, like it can't hold as much of whatever fills it up. Interesting. And maybe, but who would ever make that decision? Who would opt for the arm? Yeah, I don't know. It's just learning so much of this. So again, his leg is rigid enough for penetration. It's he says it's never floppy. He has to wear bigger sweatpants because otherwise. It'll poke out if his sweatpants are tight and they're so cute. Him and Isabel have this whole conversation and they're just giggling and laughing. And I, th- I really like her a lot. I like them together. I think this is adorable. I do too. Also, it's like the comedic relief of the translator. <laughs> just yes. What really, uh, I feel like it added levity to the conversation a little bit. She's like, I don't want it bigger because I want to live. It's like, how big is Gabe's being? <laughs> that's I true. Wanna know. I know we do. I guess I feel like he's never going to reveal it because he was like bashful about this whole conversation. Sure. I, I get it, though. I He it was a lot for him. He shared a lot, which is super cool. I'm glad that he did, because I would have never have known any of this. Like, I did not understand how he ejaculated. OK, I have a question here, but I don't know if this is the appropriate place to ask this question because I okay, ask your show. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so my question is, he said the same fluids that a woman would have mm-hmm. is, is what comes out now of the penis. Right. <sighs> so. Not every woman ejaculates right okay yeah right I'm trying to pick my words carefully yes so this woman has the ability or at least has figured out how to make this happen yes so if you were not a girl that could like projectile ejaculate ejaculate uh, uh-huh if 
when you transition to a man, if you couldn't do it before, can you maybe not do it now? That's an interesting question. Because I can't ejaculate, just in case anybody was wondering. So <laughs> I don't think that I would suddenly have the ability to. Right. So I don't know. So then does just nothing come out? I don't know. Or if they're opening something up, then maybe this is something that women, biological females, can use if they want to projectile ejaculate. That is very interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Okay. I guess I didn't think about that, but yes, um, we've learned so much here. <laughs> um, he said the first time he had sex, he thought his penis was going to fall off. And I thought that was so funny I because it. it was probably such a crazy ass sensation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I understand. And also all of the stuff he went through just to get to this point. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, God, please, please, nothing bad happened. Yeah, I would be scared. Mm -hmm. Um. So, right, the same liquid comes out. It doesn't spray, it drips. Okay. Um, it has longer to go than a man does. And she, at the end of the day, this is my last note here. She makes him feel normal and not defective. And first of all, I, I'm sad that anybody ever thinks that they are defective, but that is, that's real love to me. It is beautiful, especially since she didn't even know at the beginning. And, and so then she didn't right so for her to learn that information and to completely like ask the questions and embrace everything it, it's i love it yeah me too i think that probably of all the couples like they probably have the most chance and they're the most genuine to me i really like them i like that her daughter knows and her daughter's cool with it i don't really understand why they have to tell her parents because gabe is a man he just is a man so why does it even have to be a conversation because otherwise they wouldn't be allowed on the show because there's no conflict. <laughs> right. Well, that's true. Right. Yeah. And also, I guess, because of his social media, because I think his transition is on social media. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. And I feel like, I don't know. I, I feel like they're dragging it out so much to wait for the meeting of the parents that it's going to be nothing. Because if it were, right. bit, I feel like we would have been in it already a little bit. Right. We would have seen like drama with the family. Mm -hmm. I just have to turn around for a second to make sure. Okay. She's eating my makeup brush. I just have to grab it from her. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we did that live on air. That was uh, Peggy Sue eating one of my makeup brushes because that's what she does. <laughs> it's intact. Everything's fine. It's intact. I just heard her eating something and I'm like, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> So our last couple, do you have anything else for Gabe and um, Isabel? I keep going to call her Israel. I don't know why. <laughs> no, that's it. Nicole and Mahmoud. This is, um, this is a lot. If I, so two couples, if I could remove two couples, it would be these guys and uh, Danielle and uh, what's his face? Yo oh, Johan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. With Danielle and Johan, number one. Goodbye. They were, do you watch, it's 90 day, I don't know, it's like in paradise or something. I, Aren't they on it? I I know what you're talking about. And it was, I kept seeing it on Discovery Plus and kept trying to watch it. And I just mm -hmm. couldn't get myself into it. Okay. It possible because they had several couples that like lived on this beach and it was a whole thing. So I don't know for sure, but I can see if that were the case though, why are there not more cutbacks to their story from there? That's what I'm wondering. Like why? 
why aren't you showing us like flashbacks? Because mm-hmm. you're not, we actually don't see very much of Danielle and Johan in general. Right. Yeah. I don't know for sure. I don't know what this dog <laughs> just keeps grabbing everything in here. She's wild. It's because she wants my attention. Well, you got it, honey. <laughs> All right. Nicole and Mahmoud. Um, she needs help lighting the burner. What's wrong with you that you can't light a burner? Can I just say on her, in her defense? Yeah. Can we get a barbecue lighter? Okay. I Why agree with this. Get up so close to the fire. I also wouldn't love that. I wouldn't love it because I'm like, I'm going to burn my nails off. Exactly. When I light yeah. a candle at home, I use a barbecue lighter. Even to light a candle, I can't. I'm scared. Okay. Me too. I get them at Costco. I have like a 10 yes. pack of them. And that's what I light my candles with. Right. So, but I guess, I don't know. I Guys always do it with a regular lighter though. I don't know why. Um, so she needs help lighting the burner and she feels discouraged from making friends and there's basically nothing for her to do there while he's at work. Okay. He, he also, you knew this. Right. But he, he like, instead of her meeting his guy friends, why wouldn't they have set up a meeting between her and his friend's wives? Well, that would have been a much better idea. She can have a friend instead of people. You'll never be able to actually speak to these people ever again. Instead right. of that, like give her a friend. Because, but she wanted to meet them, even though he told her like, this is not what we do. She just, she can never just take something as an answer. Yeah. I don't like her. I don't like her at all. Um, he is going to go pray and he's asking her if she wants to pray. And she's like, no. And he's like, okay, you'll do it later. And it's like, I keep, I keep forgetting that she converted. She should be praying. Yeah. This is all her fault. Right. It's like, what did you think you were converting to exactly? I don't. What did you think you were doing here? I feel like she was like, it's kind of like, I feel like here, like in New York, I feel this happens a lot when people like marry into the Jewish Jewish religion where they're like, yeah, I'm just going to do the things and convert just so we can get married and yes. don't actually do any of the things. So I feel like she's like, yeah, I mean, if you need me to do this to get married, I'll do it, whatever. And didn't actually realize she would have to do the things. That is very true. But... You knew that you had to do them eventually. So why did you go back? Did you think that that would change? I don't. This is another one of those things where, where was this conversation? I mean, I feel like we've all been in a a relationship where we've broken up, terrible breakup, and then make the very stupid decision of going back to the relationship. I'm going to have to run in just a couple minutes. But I just heard the bell ring, and I feel like it's going to get loud in here, but we'll go until it happens. (laughs) That's okay. We're going to be so fast. Only this is the last couple anyway. Um, so yeah, so when you make a decision to get back into this couple that ended so badly and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, but like, you know, you cheated on me. So that thing can't happen again. Right. Checked my phone that can't happen again or whatever. And you discuss the things that went wrong and be like, okay, we're never going to do these things again. And then every, and then it does happen. And then you break up again. always, but here it doesn't seem like that ever happened. She wasn't like, Hey, listen, I'm never wearing the thing on my head ever again. And also I am going to wear this and this and that. And he wasn't like, if you don't wear the thing on your head, I'm sorry to be disrespectful. I don't know what. No, it's okay. So if you don't, (laughs) if you don't wear the thing on your head, this is a game over. If you don't dress how I want you to, this is game over. They never did that. Right. They don't communicate at all. Right. Um, she wants to start a clothing line. So it's like modest wear, but she says modest, but yet she wants the back out of a lot of these outfits. So I'm not really sure where she's going with this. I think what she was saying there, and it's like, I don't hate this idea that she has. No, I think what she was saying is that when she looks to find modest stuff, it'll be like, oh, everything is great. I like it. But then she looks at it and the back is out. So she can't wear it. 
Okay. Well, that makes yeah. much more sense. <laughs> yeah. Because she dresses very modestly. I don't think that there's anything, not that I don't think there's anything wrong with the way anybody dresses, but she dresses very modestly. So all she has to do basically is cover her hair. What is the big deal? But it's like, and and if this is a deal breaker for you, before you move there, you say, hey, I'm not wearing, a, I'm not covering my hair. Are you cool with that or not? And then if he says not, then decisions made. Right. <laughs> you don't right. Have to throw up your throw your whole life away to come back here just to have this revelation. I mean, she even got rid of her apartment. She got rid of everything. My dog's barking. Sorry. She got rid of everything. So it's like, what is the point of this? Um, okay. Well, so now they argue. I'm just gonna let's do like an accelerated version. <laughs> so they argue because she says that she would wear short sleeves while they would talk when she was in LA. And he says, like, absolutely not. Like, no, you did not. I didn't know you ever showed your skin, I guess. Two things here. First thing is, yeah, did you just feel like having a fight? Because <laughs> this wasn't yeah. this wasn't even a fight before, and you're like, Oh, but remember how I did this thing you hate though? Right. And you knew I was doing it. And he's like, I did not know this, Nicole. Also, and I don't know who's worse here. Also, their argument is, yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. I mean, these two are never going to make it anywhere because they can't even have a discussion. It's just like, yes, I did. No, you didn't. There's no right on to the next portion where it's like, okay, if I did, then this or, you know, I can't imagine that these two are so in love that she had to move back there. I can't, I don't see any love here. I don't see any connection at all. I don't, I, I just, I wish I could just like take a peek into her brain and understand what the damage in her is that led her to this place to think this is where she's supposed to be. Me too. Um, so basically they argue and he leaves and she promised him before they were married that, she would do all the stuff and she's not doing the stuff. And uh, he comes back and he wants to go to his uncle's. And she's like, for what? You tell me to leave. For what? You said that we can't be together. So she just wants to go home. But I think it's the opposite because when at the end of the fight where he's like, well, I, if you're not going to wear hair covering, then I can't be with you. And then leaves. And then, right. she, well, he doesn't want to be with me. So I'm going to pack. And she packs the slowest <laughs> I have ever seen anybody pack. She's taking out one thing at a time, folding it, putting on the bed. If you had a fight and you're really like, he doesn't want to be with me. F this. I'm out. You throw all of the shit into your luggage. Yes. Out of the house. Who, yes. He's been gone for five minutes. Like he was definitely gone for a while. Yeah. She you could have packed. Pack. You could have been ready. <laughs> she had nothing packed. It was just stuff on her bed for effect. So she says that he won't compromise and that basically you've changed your mind. No, you change your mind. You won't compromise. You won't compromise. You won't change your hair. Like, what are we doing here, guys? This is the same argument all the time. Um, he doesn't think he can make her happy at the end of the day. And that's where I do feel bad for him. I think he's flipping it on her by saying that. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm not going to say it with a fucking asshole. And it's like, oh, my God, Nicole. Wow. I didn't know you had it in you. <laughs> it's just crazy that after this whole thing in the coming attractions, like they're continuing on. So they recover from this. I don't know how. How don't you me neither. You just they just sweep it under the rug. Like it's like, oh, we don't feel like this argument anymore. So let's just stop the argument. I'm wondering if they were already broken up and then TLC was kind of like, hey, do you want to do a show? And they're like, all right, I guess we'll get back together. I don't know. I kind of hope that's the case. So it yes. makes some sense in this world. <laughs> because this makes 
none at all. No. Nope. And that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Me too. Okay. I wrote down a couple of things because I have to plug and then you have to plug. Um, so you're going to follow us at on TikTok at trash at trash. Sorry. At trash talk podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 90 day podcast. Join our group on Facebook. 90 day fiance trash talk podcast. Follow me. Noe girl underscore on Instagram. Shannon. She'll be back again with me next week. Where can we find you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at shannonlee6982 and listen to my podcast, The Thing Is Ding. We talk about bad dates, fighting, and ghosts. And you can listen to that wherever you get podcasts. I love that podcast. I need to listen to because I see that you have a new co-host and I need to know about him. I don't know anything about him. Do Yeah, there was a whole, you can go back a few episodes because there was a whole drama with my last co-host. We had an argument on air and <gasps> cut the episode short and then we didn't talk. And then I had both of my bosses, Ralph and Lewis, uh, they came in and they mediated between us. And then that eventually led to the breakup of the current show and the bringing on of a new co-host. It was a whole thing. Stop it. Yeah. I have to, my friend Michael's obsessed with you. He'll know everything. I have to ask him this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Then you get like a quick summarized version of it. It's really Oh my God. Cool. Okay. We're good now though. Good. I'm glad. And also, you know, your podcast is awesome. So everybody go listen to it. Thank you. All right. Next week. We'll see you. Bye. I'm sorry. I feel like I talked too much and we went so over what I think you normally.